right. I mean, could be worse, and it isn't worse, thankfully. So yeah, I'm 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 neutral toward it. I'm 50-50. I'm gonna be that person. I'm 50-50. There was a good 50/50. part of me for a while saying that this was gonna be 100 like everyone else is saying, possible pay per view of the year. With with the with the stack lineup with these new Japan guys, some Ring of Honor guys, um, I thought it was going to be, without a doubt, you know, Dave just exploding with excitement. Five yeah. out of five. But as we've inched closer to Forbidden Door, and there's been no build for these matches. There's been no matches really of certain opponents i'm not as excited as i once was and i don't know if it's because of the poor booking going into this pay-per-view that's steering me off or it's the fact that because these guys are just new japan guys and we're taking the best we have from aew and smashing them together, it's going to be a great show no matter what. I think that the performances that these guys are going to put on are going to be very good. 100%, 4 out of 5, 5 out of 5 even. But I think that the match in its whole quality, not just the performance, is not that exciting. And for that, I'm more on the 3 overall than a four hour five as i was saying last night with wolf and i you know to me and this is i don't know maybe it's because i'm older maybe it's just because i've seen what wwf was and ecw and like a lot of the wcw and stuff like that so maybe i'm just old but for me when you're building a pay-per-view there has to or or if you're having a pay-per-view of some type of magnitude there has to be build of some sort leading into the show itself. And for WWE, at least, I feel like that's definitely has steered away from that. There's been moments where a lot of the pay-per-views for like the Bloodline or Cody or what have you have been booked properly and built. And then when it comes down to it, either it just executed wrong wasn't the outcome we wanted was you know botches was really great performance what have you but with aew and we all said this last night full gear the ending of the year for aew's pay-per-views didn't have anything and it kind of got built last minute and it was the first show that i and my buddy sam went to live So we were more worried after we bought our tickets, what the fuck pay-per-view are we going to actually see here? Because it seems like we might get a dog shit pay-per-view. But then as it kind of got closer and some more matches got announced, we were still a little skeptical, excited for the moment, because it's exciting going to a pay-per-view live, being there with everybody, being with other wrestling fans like ourselves. That's exciting. That's a four out of five, five out of five moment. But staying home, paying that $60, not having it get you excited weeks on and leading to that pay-per-view, to me, that doesn't make me want to go out of my way to watch a show of this magnitude. There's 
definitely superstars on these nine matches for now that are going to put on one hell of a show. I don't think there's a question in any of our minds for that. But I think that with the superstars we have from both promotions, the lack of promoting these matches leading to that pay-per-view has been very poor. Now, it could turn out to be a full gear 2022 and become a very good pay-per-view. Or it could end like a double or nothing and be a three out of five performance with some matches being more memorable than others. Mm. So to me, I would have liked to have seen maybe MJF and his opponent have more of a back and forth. I would have liked to have seen, you know, Tony and Willow have some type of moment or two leading to that title match. I would have liked to have seen more from Okada and Danielson than just Wednesday night's one moment. I would have liked to have seen some more substance for these potential five out of five matches than what we've gotten. So for me, as much as I'm excited to watch this with everybody, do the watch along and have everybody alongside with me, I am a little nervous for paying the $50, $60 that there's could be matches that are not so memorable, like Wolf's Point, that Jungle Boy match. Maybe Tony Storm and Willow isn't as exciting as it seems it could be. Maybe MJF's match isn't going to be all that it's hyped up to be. Maybe that five-man tag isn't going to be as exciting as we think it's going to be. And I could be wrong. And I hope I'm wrong. I'd rather be wrong than right on something like this. Because I don't care about looking like an idiot. I don't at all. And if anybody knows me, I'm cool with knowing that I'm an idiot and I'm wrong. I totally take full accountability. But for someone like myself, who is paying that $60, who is getting everybody together to do this watch along, to talk about these matches, I hope that with the lack of build, that these matches do stand out to some form and to some caliber. Yeah. That's it. That's all I had to say. So does anybody want to jump on that? No, I think you hit it nail in the coffin. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I, especially when we're doing the double or nothing watch long, I, I just – at least for me, it felt like that show was just flat until the last couple of matches. It just never right. got into that pay-per-view yeah. year. And, you know, there, there were very noticeable things in, in a number of matches. It's just like, uh, that that just kind of, it kind of ruined the moment for it. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I certainly hope that that's not what will happen this weekend. This is already a better card than we got last year. But, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there is always going to be that possibility. It's just, I think that a lot of people feel like, this has to be a bounce back pay-per-view because of what we know is coming in August. And not only are you going to Wembley, but right. you're going to try to pull off another pay-per-view a week after that as it is. Yeah. With, I mean, and we don't know if that's going to be a rematch heavy card or what we're going to see with that. Right. And, you know, I, I actually, I think this is a good time to bring this up. I want to bring this uh, point up or at least pose a question to the group 
um, because we did talk about collision. Now that we do have this second two-hour primetime show, do we see AEW increase the number of pay-per-views they start to run to give everybody time on these shows now that they're doing a soft brand split, you think? I'm going to go last because I have a little bit to say to that. Okay. But whoever wants to go first, go right ahead, jump on it. Um, Willie, we'll, we'll teacher, start with teacher, you, teacher. All right. So, um, points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I said this in my recent video, actually, the, the, I think the reason why all in and all out are actually a week by each other. And this was mainly me doing a meme for, uh, the video was because punk and Omega, I don't think they'll want to be in the same building together, even though both of them are now doing forbidden door, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Having these two shows a week after each other, yeah, you could do, you know, Dynamite Heavy at uh, All In, Collision Heavy at All Out, or what have you. And it gives a lot of people time to be on these cards that normally aren't, like a Miro, like an Andrade, uh, you know, like a fucking Julia Hart, what have you, you know? Well, um, if you heard it. Yeah. <laughs> heard it. Because it's like... It's like WrestleMania night one and WrestleMania night two. Mm. You have That's a really all these people one night, have all these people yeah. the other night. You'll have a lot more people on your on your cards instead of a big five hour or eight hour sometime pay-per-view with 20 matches. Now you have like two, three hour each pay-per-views with about less than 10. I think right. that's a good I think that's a good uh, idea. Okay. Anybody wanna anyone wanna retort on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it makes sense as far as you know the kind of the flip side, given the names of pay per view, all in, all out. But I, I think that at least for me anyway, I think it would be hard to see. You know, let's take full gear for example. Let's say that we're in November. Are we saying that we add another pay per view a couple of weeks after that to try to keep them in the same bundle? Kind of you know, basically two night shows for each you know pay per view that we're thinking because they don't technically right now. They've got their own big four and then Forbidden Door, so a big five. If you want, if you want to you know, go at it from that perspective, what are you thinking that all of these turn into a night one, night two kind of odd? Um, I don't know if it will turn into specifically a night one, night two, but definitely like two pay-per-views a month like WWE sure. used to do. I mean, yeah, maybe a couple weeks after each other to kind of cool everything down from the other pay-per-view and start building up. The other one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm gonna try to keep it brief, but I'm not good at that. So bear with me here. Um, to your to your first question, do you think they're going to add more pay per views down the road or soon for Collision? With Tony Khan, there's a good possibility. Yeah. Okay, but there's the smart way of doing it, and then there's the banana head way of doing it. The smart way of doing it is having shows like a full gear, like an all-in or an all-out, a double or nothing, a revolution, um, New Japan even, um, where the match cards are split between Dynamite and Collision Stars that are shaping those brands up and putting them to the forefront, as well as up-and-coming stars that are also doing that to the forefront and having them have those matches 
whether it begins from the mid card starts off the show leading into the main eventers, what have you. Um, the banana head way of doing things is, yeah, we have collision. And then, you know, two weeks from now, we have battle of belts that instead of a TV show, now it's a pay-per-view where now on collision, whatever belts, let's say they've created, if they do do that, now have a, a pay-per-view just for that. Where, or we could have something like an all-in and all-out, where all-in is maybe 50-50. There is the collision stars, the dynamite stars, but then maybe all-out is the backlash of the two come all-out, having that fallout almost to an extent. Um, so, you know, the smart way of doing it is maybe having the pay-per-views we have lined up through the year and keeping them and start splitting them 50-50. So that way both brands, both promotions in a sense, have their time to shine, have that equal balance. So that way when it comes down to, you know, full gear, let's say their, you know, I know this isn't their WrestleMania, but this is their Survivor Series, let's say. Yeah. You know, now it's a split show, but it's a split show of content of superstars that we're excited to see. We now have Miro and Andrade facing actual opponents that maybe they're feuding with on Dynamite that have come over to Collision the past two or three weeks to cause problems. Now Miro and Andrade want to team together. I this again, it's a hypothetical, but you know, team together, but now have that match where we have the dynamite versus collision. There is an opportunity where we can have a collision, you know, dynamite pay-per-view meshed into one name where it is these two things kind of put together peacefully and have both time to shine for both things. But, you know, Hopefully, we don't have another six fucking pay-per-views throughout the year on top of the ones we have currently on top of NXT and on top of WWE and New Japan and Ring of Honor and everything else in between, you know, because then it's like every other weekend we're watching a pay-per-view and then it goes back to the point I was saying prior, which is how much time for build? What are you building up? What are the matches? If the match card is stacked, how many of those matches will build properly? What go into it? You know, and then we dive deeper into that. But then we have that other, by God, I hope it never fucking happens, of more belts. The belt problem that we have on Dynamite extends now to Collision. And I know in that stupid-ass Santa sack that CM Punk brought on Saturday... Is a damn belt, and I hope to God it's not, but I know it is. He's gonna bring it out, and it's the not triple B. God, no, it's not the triple B unless MJF is wearing it. No, I said uh, it's it's the not triple B. Like oh the no, it definitely strap. is not. Yeah. It is definitely not the triple B. Um, it's the it's the wannabe. Uh, it's you know it's it's the uh, it's that problem of now. There's the there's the main belt, then the tag belt, then the intercontinental belt, then the cruiserweight, then the women, then the women's tag. It's just like we're gonna have another eight belts on this show, twelve on this one. Maybe then Rampage gets upset and does the fragile fill, and then has 
four belts of their own. And it's just like, how many belts are we going to get? So, you know, of course, these are all hypotheticals. These are all things that possibly could happen. We pray to God it doesn't. But it is something that it could be on the table. But back to your point, though, I, you know, I'd hope if I was Tony thinking smart on this, we would have pay-per-views that are 50-50 so that way we give enough time to both Collision and Dynamite, their two Raw and SmackDown, per se, shows that they're building them up to be, have that opportunity to shine both the men and women's division and be able to actually provide us with really good content down the road. So that's my take on it. I know it was very long. I'm very sorry, but that's, you know, that's, that's just how I feel on it. So good enough. Um, personally, when I think about like how forbidden door is looking and how, um, it's, uh, I know that the, um, there wasn't any build to Forbidden Door, and given recent pay-per-views, I think it's probably better for AEW to not build up their pay-per-views, because, uh, what's it called? Full Gear and Revolution had very little, if any, build at all like the only thing they like built up a tiny bit was their main event um which involved mjf in both times okay uh, you're right and even like and the thing is and th those two pay-per-views were like what like the best pay-per-views i've seen like all year like definitely clears like a bunch of wwe pay-per-views you're welcome. Um, like, easily. Like, the only, like, thing that would be, like, in contention would be, like, SummerSlam 2022. That was, like, that's the only WWE pay-per-view I think is in contention. And maybe Clash at the Castle. Until Mania happened. And then Mania Night 1. And... But anyway. Then came Double or Nothing. Uh, they built it up so well. They had... The greatest buildup I've ever seen. And then Double or Nothing turned out to be dog shit. Turned Booty out cheese. to be... Yeah, it literally turned out to be AEW's worst pay-per-view ever. Uh, the, the, like, literally, I was watching it. I was like, this is AEW's Hell in a Cell 2019 or Crown Jewel <laughs> 2018. This is, this is their flop. And I'm like... Okay, maybe they're just not really caring because they want to like get past the like Forbidden Door and Wembley. I'm like, okay, if those two are insane, then fine. Uh, like I won't be too upset. Of course, the last two matches of Double or Nothing were nice, but still, that was bad, bad pay per view. Um, so really, I don't, I don't think they need. To really build it because these matches are incredible. These matches are way too good, way too stacked. Uh, 
and like honestly i i think it'll just be great uh all around and like i said i think this potentially will be the best pay-per-view ever Oof. strong uh, words strong words for yeah. the universe i said That's potentially good. i could be <laughs> proven wrong but i i don't know when you mean of all think... time do you mean of like all time for AEW? All, or no no all time all wrestling yeah, that's impossible. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a bold <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that, that, that's that's a, that's a feat that I don't think this card has uh, not even a, a wherewithal to have. It, it most certainly will end up. But you know what though? Like I, I enjoy that opinion though so much because you know, like well, you know, we'll we'll peer back the curtain a minute. Me and Eric, we're 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 older. You know, I don't know how old uh, Justin is, but I feel 25. like we have what twenty five. Okay, so you're about the same ballpark as me. I'm 29. Eric is what? 70? What what are you? How old are you? <laughs> how old how old are you actually? 33. Next okay, week. So me and him, we we you know him a little bit more than I did, unfortunately. But I was born 94, so I was born during that attitude era. I kind of started watching in the early 2000s. I went back, I watched the attitude era. I watched Mick Foley, Mankind, you know, Cactus Jack being born and all of those things and stuff. So, you know, going from the Attitude Era to the early 2000s era, the Ruthless Aggression Era, where we saw the debut of Cena, saw the debut of Randy, saw Edge become more and more in his prime, saw, um, you know, Brock Lesnar become somebody, Batista become somebody. You know, it was a very different playing field. And then, you know, we get into the SmackDown Live shows that were in the 2010s and then the 2020s and now where we're at currently so it's very it's very nice to hear everyone's different opinions on like what they would consider their greatest wrestling matches of all time because to someone like me i can name you five that top this card hand over fist but to you you know that's impossible because if this if this card is exactly what you want it to be, and I hope it is, then hand over fist, this is your this is what you're playing your children. This is what this is the pay per view you're playing your grandkids. This you know what I mean? Like this this isn't the one I'm playing them. I tell you that right now. This is what I'll tell them about. Maybe show them once and be like, let's get back to real wrestling. Here. I'll mainly uh, only show them know, like the Okada and Danielson match, being like, this is a good yeah. match. Right. So the yeah, show, right? Exactly. Picking picking a few matches of that, yeah. but you know, and then I, you know, I I don't speak for Eric. I don't speak for Justin. But like, you know, to to you know, maybe they agree with this, but to them, like to me, you know, there's definitely a different time where wrestling was at its peak. There was TV that was unstoppable. There was pay-per-views that were unfathomable. There was moments that you couldn't redo again. Besides, you know, CTE and mankind killing himself. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't bring those Shane McMahon moments again back. I mean, he brought it back with the double quad pole. But besides that, you know, that, that was really about it. That was as much nostalgia as you got from older fans like myself and, and, and um, Eric and I, but you know, I'll let Eric speak. And of course, Justin, and then we'll kind of go back onto the actual show itself here. But you know, is that to, to, was I right on any of that? Do you agree with any of that or? Yeah, I, I definitely do. Uh, at least for me, I don't, 
I don't necessarily always look at at least pay-per-views from the context of, you know, greatest show all time or not. I, I, I just kind of look at individual matches from shows. Right. I think that, you know, just because I said it earlier, if I have, if I have to name one, I'm going to say Mania X7. I mean, that was the, the zenith of the Attitude Era. It kind of marked the official end of one of the greatest wrestling boom periods that the business has ever seen and probably will ever see. And when we think about, you know, the introduction of WCW and, you know, the, the I'm just going to leave the invasion, invasion angle out of this because it just didn't work out the way. That it did not work out the way it was supposed to. But when, when you look at that card top to bottom, the rematch, Rock Austin 2, you know, they had lost the year because of the night fusion surgery. TLC 2, they managed to take that from the year before and turn that up to 11. And we get that eye-dropping moment of Edge spearing Jeff Hardy. The gimmick battle royale was just fun because it was just a throwback to nostalgia. China winning her first and only women's championship. Looking yeah. at the work between Eddie Guerrero and Tess, don't even get me started on Jericho and William Regal as an opener. Yeah. As somebody that is father time here, I can say that I did not appreciate William Regal as a kid, and now I do. And it's like we, when you go back and watch stuff like that, and, and in hindsight, it's that we really didn't deserve that wrestler. We didn't really, in hindsight, we didn't know what this spear spot was going to do for everybody else. The heel turn with Austin and McMahon, wish that never happened. But there was still just so much from top to bottom that that there were moment after moment after moment after moment after moment that I don't know that we'll see here just yet. I, I love the idea of Forbidden Door. I love that they do this every year. I hope they continue to do this every year just because you don't get to really see two major wrestling promotions, despite MJF's opinion that NJPW is an indie fed. You don't get to see them do that very often, so it's special when, when they do. And I think, at least for me, my focus personally is just on the fact that we do get two companies that are in the major leagues that do this once a year. So I look at it from that context of, okay, they're getting their best together. AEW's getting their best together and they're going to go at it. And we're just going to, you know, we're going to see some, some great action. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, that from what we have in the card here, I don't know that we're going to see any of those just eye popping moment after moment, after moment, after moment, after moment, Right. throughout the night to say this is yeah i just don't see it yet but hey stranger things have happened that's true that's true for sure uh do you want to say anything before we get right back to the uh the card and everything yeah so i want to talk about you know like what you're talking about like with um dynamite and collision you know with them doing kind of like doing like a um like a brand split or not brand split like a soft split kind of like that Mm-hmm. I think that will definitely help out quite a bit, you know, for people who don't u- usually get utilized very much, like on pay-per-views and stuff. So I think that would like, like you said, to the point, you know, like 50-50 on these pay-per-views, like have half being from Dynamite, half being from Collision. So I think that would definitely help out a lot. And I, dear God, hope that we don't get more titles added into AEW. Like, yeah, we don't need no more. Please no Because more. we just need no. the titles. Like, okay, so I would say have the TNT title be more mainly on collision. And I would say have the international championship be more mainly on, um, on dynamite. And then you can have all the other titles basically go between shows mm-hmm. and flow between shows. That's how I would do it. And, you know, back to the point where you were saying about, you know, with, you know, all the matches all up and down the card, you know, like, like you said, there's not a whole lot of, like, 
you know, everybody has their own opinions on, you know, what they think, you know, the best era of wrestling is, you know. Of course. And, um, you know, what their favorite match is. But, like, you know, there's a few matches, like, on here. Like, okay, yeah, this is going to be, you know, this but, is a match we talk about forever, you know. Like, we, this match we're going to tell our kids about. Um, but, you know, like I said, everybody has their own opinions. But I definitely think the Attitude Era is the best. Even though I didn't get really, really much what should add to there. Yeah, it's definitely the best for me. Yeah. No, I agree to that as well. All right, but let's get into the actual show. Let's get into the actual matches. I have the actual, as we crack a, f- a fresh one there, we're going to start with, um, I have the whole card. I'll run through it really quick so that way we kind of have a gist. Um, we have, of course, one of the women's uh, Owen Hart Cup matches between Billy Starks. She's getting a big push right now and a big look on a big pay-per-view right now. Uh, just coming out of high school, graduating, now being able to be on a big show like AEW against New Japan. It's a big, big push for her uh, entirely against someone like Athena. Very excited to see that. Uh, Then we have the 10-man tag, the BCC with Takeshna and one of their other guys from New Japan with, of course, the Elite with, of course, uh, Grandfather Time as we saw him last night. And Eddie Kingston. I don't know the guy's name. I should should not. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There you go. Him, uh, because he he looked, his knees looked like they were going to fall apart. I ain't going to lie. I don't know how the hell he's going to keep himself up during this match. Hopefully, he doesn't fight that much because that poor man's going to need, you know, fucking, he's going to need to be towed out of that fucking arena. You probably pissed off half of the uh, New Japan fan base there. Uh, listen, man, I don't know it. You know what I mean? Like, I watched the pay-per-views and they're exciting, but listen, buddy, the guy, I don't know. I mean, yeah. the people were thinking Ishii was going to end up fighting Moxley one-on-one, so I think he's good. Um, All right? Maybe. Maybe I'm safe. But then we got a really big match. Uh, it is going to be for the International Championship it is Daniel Garcia, Orange Cassidy, Shibata, and Zack Saber Jr. As I guess, uh, I guess he didn't want to hear any more of that. Uh, so that's that's that. I probably just having technical difficulties. I think it's just um, technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, we have, of course, CM Punk and Kojima. We have Tony Storm and Willow Nightingale. We have Danielson and Okada. We have Jack Perry and Sonata. Thank you. Uh, my king, my man, the only man that I I care a lot about, of course, uh, MJF and Tanahashi. There you go. I'm happy you're here with me, Wolf. Uh, <laughs> we got, of course, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. We got, of course, do they have Willow Knight? And- yeah, they have them twice. Yeah. Okay, um, no worries. Um, so yeah, I'm right as we run through this card, we have you know Willow and Tony, we have um Kojima, and I, I, for, for shit you not, as a gamer, I thought he was talking about Hideo Kojima, and I was like, I didn't know Hideo also wrestles, makes it makes a lot of sense why he's coming out. It's okay, uh, mistook Ishii as Satoshi Ishii, some MMA guy, and Perfect. So I feel I don't. I'm not the only one. All right. Cool. Uh, and then the other matches you missed were. Uh, Wait, have they been announced yet, or they have not been announced yet? Well, one. Well, what's it called? I don't think you said Danielson and Okada. And I did. You, and then, uh, what's it called? 
uh, the one that still needs one member revealed, which is Le Suzuki Gods versus uh, yeah, the ten man tag. Darby. No, six man tag. Oh, the six man tag. No, yeah, I Jericho, Guevara, and Suzuki against Sting, Darby Allen, and TBA. Okay. Of course, we have Osprey and Kenny, MJF, and Taka Hashi. Hashi. There you go. Um, Willow and Tony. Uh, for the uh, fatal four way against Garcia, Orange Cassidy, Shibata, Zack Zaber Jr., 10 man tag, BCC, and the Elite, CM Punk, and Kojima. And uh, Garcia, I'm sorry, uh, Danielson and Okada, and then of course Jack Perry and Shibata. No, what is his name? Sonata. There you go. So, with all of that, with all of those cards, with all of those names, we'll start off. With the Owen Hart Cup one, Billy Starks, Athena, we'll run through these kind of quickly. Um, yeah. Of course, take as much time as you want if you have a lot to say. But if not, you don't have too much. I try to keep it short and sweet so that way we can kind of get through all these matches and stuff so that way you're not here till 12 a.m. Um, all right. So, yes, Billy Starks, Athena, we'll start with Justin. I'm getting better, I swear to you. Uh, Justin. What do you think, and are you excited for this match? I actually am excited for this match because I've seen Billy Starks a few times. I've seen her wrestle here at Pro Wrestling Revolver. That's where she wrestles a lot at. Mm. So I, I'm a big fan of her. Um, I have some of her merch and stuff. So it's nice to see her get showcased on an AEW pay-per-view. I mean, you know, on the Zero Hour and stuff. So it's nice to see her showcased on here because I've been seeing what she's been doing in Ring of Honor as well as she's been on Dark a little bit. So I, I've been seeing some of her work. Okay. But I say that Athena's going to take this, but this is going to be a nice, like, showcase match to see, you know, what Billy Scarts can do, like, on, you know, on one of the main shows, you know, like, on in on AEW. Right. So, yeah, give me like Athena that. to win here. But, yeah, Billy Starks, yeah, she's really so good now, in the ring. Are you going to be wearing some of the merch while watching? Or are you going to just put on the regular merch you're going to put on anyway? And be like, look, it's great. She's here, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. Know I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna be wearing my Danielson shirt for um, Forbidden Door. Well, I was actually okay. thinking about wearing my Bullet Club shirt, but I don't know yet. We'll just, I haven't decided yet. All right, but, sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. All right, uh, what do you think, there, Mister Cincinnati? Yeah, uh, I agree with Justin. I think Athena th- takes this one. I'm not watching Ring of Honor this week just because I don't want to. I, I don't. Want to pay for our club? I have enough wrestling subscriptions. We're right streaming now. while it's happening, so yeah, you're already uh, missing. You're already missing it. So we're <laughs> back. Yeah, I, but uh, I, I do think you know Athena. This great win for her. Billy Starks is a phenomenal talent. She's only going to get better from here. Future is sky's the limit for her. This loss will do more for her than a win would because it's not like she's realistically a contender to win this tournament as a whole. So take this, have your showcase match on pay per view, and you know just watch all that love start to come our way. All righty, I like so, it. So Willie? far we have. Oh, we're, we're still talking about Billy and Athena. I'm I know, but what were the guys' like predictions? Because I kind of missed it. Oh, um, as I was Justin missed. said Athena. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, um, Eric said Athena as well. Yeah. Okay. Willie? Athena. Uh, ah. she, wow. Correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't she the current Ring of Honor Women's Champion? She, she is. is. Yes. yes. For that reason alone. 
They're not going to have her lose a meaningless fucking match. Let's be real, guys. Well, at least not yet anyway. But, yeah, no, if Billy That's Starks. Yeah, and if Bill, Billy Starks is this, like, you know, big prospect, yeah, she's going to lose at first. Um, and then she'll build herself up from there. No big deal. And besides, I think Athena has that name value anyway to move on to later rounds and face someone like a, I don't know, Willow, like Willow Nightingale Baker. or a Britt Baker. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, no, I know. I, I think just based on that alone, Athena's walking out with this win here. All righty. Wolf, don't take another bite. It's your I, turn. I will say uh, Athena as well just because – no, I don't. It's no hope for the young gun. I mean, I, I, I really don't know. No love. To be fair, I don't know like anything about Billy Starks. Uh, they call her more. Space Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen her more from Athena. Athena's great. Um, if they really want Billy Starks to be like pushed to the moon, then I maybe Billy, but I think more realistically, Athena. Um, What's it called? Yeah, I, ju I just see Athena wanting to go on and face, oh, uh, most likely Willow. That's like, so sad. That's so sad. You guys yeah. don't give any love for Billy Starks. Yeah. I will. I'm gonna say Billy. Absolutely. I I I kind of got introduced to her because of Dark. Uh, to Justin's point, I saw her on a match of Dark, and I thought she was really entertaining. Um, and then I watched a little bit of her indie shows that she's done throughout her high school career. Um, a few of the ones that were actually in Jersey, uh, a little close to where I am over here in New York. Uh, I was actually about to go to one as well as to Nick Wayne's one that he had in Jersey because of High Side of the Ropes that uh, are good friends of mine as well. And uh, I missed it. I wasn't able to attend it. But um, I did see a bunch of Billy Stark stuff, of course, on Instagram as well as on YouTube and stuff like that. So I, uh, I think Billy, like Kay Fabulous is saying, I think Billy might have this. I, you know, it, this is again, you know, to Willie's point to an extent. You know, Owen Hart, legendary superstar wrestler, New Japan, amazing performance. Of course, unfortunately, passing due to a very unfortunate situation with the whole, um, you know, coming down like Shawn Michaels thing. Um, I think that with that, maybe having someone of the likes of an up-and-comer, someone that has a lot of spunk, has a little bit more of a freshness to her compared to Athena, um, maybe go, does go you know, second round, maybe does get eliminated second round. I don't see her going really past second round. If she does make it to second round, all right, great. I took an L. But at the same time, it's just like I think Billy might have uh, a leg up on this match here. Um, and I think for – it you know Owen Hart's uh, cup men and women's I think this is a great way to uh, promote or really show off a lot of the newer talent or talent that hasn't really been given a fair shake uh, to start shining and have them actually get that little bit of a spotlight. I don't really think we need another I, Adam Cole yeah. and and Britt Baker situation again. Like they've proven I, their great performance. Yeah. So. I would agree with that, but the reason why I don't say Billy Starks is just because, uh, personally, I think they might do that with Sky Blue. Um, I also heard rumors of Willow as well. 
Yeah, Willow now. And Powerhouse is, is one rumor that it was going around that Powerhouse was supposed to win the men's and Willow was going to win the women's Owen Hart Cup, which I think is smart. You know, Willow being the New Japan Strong Style champion uh, in the women's division. Personally, I would have I would have Ricky uh, win the men's, and Willow makes a lot of sense to win women's, uh, especially since she just won the and the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Title, right? Uh, from Mercedes. Um, and the fact that she has that she is clearly like good talent, like she's good at what she does. I think Willow is definitely like the believable next like push. Sky Blue, I think, is still too young, but I could very well see them also like wanting to push her. Um, yeah. And she had a very good match recently on Collision with Willow, so I definitely see that. She also recently, I think, had a good match uh, uh, in Ring of Honor with Athena. So, all right. So um, now maybe you might might be calling out the finals right now, right here (laughs) over on the Athena. Yeah, Um, that'd be that'd be very interesting. Yeah. But the next match we're going to talk about is Mister Fragile Phil. And it's not Hideo Kojima. I swear I thought it was. It's just uh, this other guy named Kojima from New Japan. So we'll start with Wolf. Wolf, who do you got and are you excited? Uh, I mean, I'm excited just because I want to see more of these uh, New Japan guys, especially since I don't watch New Japan really. But I think the winner is obvious. I have to go to sleep. Damn. Uh, okay. Punk is winning this. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> By the way, chat, I want to also hear your answers for each match as we go along through them. We're going to be shouting them out as we do them as well. So definitely feel free to jump in that and say what you think and who you think is going to win each and every match as we go through it. But Wolf, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, buddy. Uh, oh no! I was I was just um, personally doing. Uh, I was just personally saying like I think it's easily gonna be punk. Um, punk, punk. Okay, we got a lot of punk in the chat. Pepsi Phil is going to win this. Yes, one right. Bill Phil. <laughs> All right, and Justin, is that who you're going for as well? Yeah, I'm gonna go with CM Punk to win here, but I, I just wish that we were getting CM Punk and Kenta here because you know that was like rumored to be, but apparently Kenta didn't want to work for Bidden Door, which which is unfortunate. But Satoshi Kojima, he ain't bad. Um, I've seen some of his matches in New Japan, okay. but it's just hard to stay caught up with New Japan because you know the weird times it comes on like at 3 a.m. in the morning. Like I'm not waiting to watch New Japan at 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, I mean, I, I might watch it the next day. Like, I might, like, and usually the shows are from like three to four hours long, which I'm oh, just I, like, I just skip around and, you know, like, watch certain matches. I go, like, okay, people are talking about this match and I'll watch that match. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, I try to stay caught up in New Japan, but it's just hard with so many wrestling promotions like here in the United States. It's just, it's just crazy. Yeah. We got GCW, WWE, WWE. WWF. I was going to say WWF <laughs> like a banana head. Uh, Impact yeah. Wrestling. Impact. You know, AW. Yeah, AW. 
indies. Like there's so much the stuff that you said before over where you are. Uh, that the pro wrestling indie show that you were talking about that mm-hmm. Billy Starks was on. So yeah, there's a lot. There's there's definitely a lot to keep up here in the states. So I can only imagine trying to also keep up with uh, you know Ring of Honor as well and New Japan. It's and Ring of Honor. Lot. Like you're not missing very much with Ring of Honor. I'll tell you. Like I mean, the only time I really watch Ring of Honor now is like the pay per views. But yeah, I'm not. Same. I'm not paying nine ninety nine. I'll just go watch it some other way, you know, because I got <laughs> I got ways to watch it. So I'll just go watch Ring of Honor some other way, like the next you day pirates. or something. You damn pirates! You <laughs> swashbuckling pirate bitches! <laughs> you swashbuckling <laughs> bitches! I, I can't believe Don't give no money to these poor people over here. <laughs> Unbelievable! All right, Mister Cincinnati, Punk Kojima. It's not Hideo. I know we're gamers. I think. We still think it's a day out. I believe it's a day out, maybe in a costume. Uh, you know, but who who do you got? Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to to say that Punk doesn't win this match. I mean, first pay-per-view back after a lengthy absence. I mean, it just it just makes sense. It, it, there's really not much more than that. Um, I could see this being used as a vehicle to push Hobbs, and I think for me, I would like to see what stakes are there other than a belt that we're only going to see for a few weeks after this tournament is over. And that's why, you know, if there's something that can really come of this, like a major title program or something like that, I would, I would, it'd be hard to not think that, excuse me, Punk and Samoa Joe somehow find themselves in the finals of this tournament. Well, Punk and uh, Joe, you know, I think it's easy to say that you know, Hobbs could be, you know, that this could be a vehicle to push him. That's true. But, you know, if, if Punk is going to anchor Collision, Joe's going to be on Collision too. It seems like you can build the program better through this tournament. I think, you know, and I agree completely that I think Will wins the, the women's side of things just because of what she is doing in 2023 alone. And the fact that she still has that look in her face of, holy shit, I still can't believe that I get to do this for a living every time that she makes that walk. You know, yeah. so... Yeah, I, I got on a tangent there. Sorry about you, that. Punk, you do, you do know that yet. Punky Kojima is just a regular match. It's not a part of the Owen. Cup. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was. No, so no, 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 no. Oh, is. Yeah, Punk is not yeah, a part, part of the Owen. Cup. This is this is completely just a match now. The only right. Owen Hart okay. Punk, Cup. Yeah, yeah, you're good because yeah. I I heard it too. Yeah. Justin said something. I'm like, no, it is right. And, and then it, I'm it like, he said, oh, it is. It is a part of the tournament. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what is? Punk, yeah, Punk, yeah, Punk and, uh, and Kojima, yeah, yeah, it is. That's the first match. So then I'm the idiot. I'm sorry because <laughs> I thought it was just a regular match. Nope. Never mind. So Punk and Kojima, Punk, I guess. Uh, Punk, so yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that. uh, yeah, it's it's a return to pay per view form. Hard to see him losing. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I like it. I like it. Um, Mr. Willie, Punk Willie does next. wrestling. My man, <laughs> that I see just as much as I see my own mother, if not more. Who do you got? Punk. Punk. Easy. Yeah. Not even a question. Yeah, no, not it's even not a even. Question. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, damn. I'm not even going to ask you anything else then, I think, for the rest of the night. You answered it so quickly. I think we're done here. Uh, <laughs> and, Wolf, did I get your – Did I? yeah, you – I said Punk, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I guess we'll go Punk on this. Fragile Phil, you know, Mr. Go to Sleep. Mr. I want a belt because otherwise it's not, you know, the show's not important to me. So, yeah, I guess I guess Punk as well. Uh, 
you know, you know, it'd be a cool direction to have some New Japan people go closer to the finals, especially with what Owen Hart did over in New New Japan. Even though it was such a not such a short amount of time, but an amount of time nonetheless over there in New Japan, showing off his his talent and stuff like that to new New Japan wrestlers among. But uh, yeah, 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 you guys are probably right. It, it'll it'll be fragile, Phil. But switching gears now to the actual show. No more bracket. I promise. I swear to you. There's no more bracket. It's now Tony Storm and Willow Nightingale for the AEW <laughs> Women's Championship. I see the depressing look on Willie's face as I mentioned the cards match and Wolf itself. Unbelievable. Willie, now just because of that, we're starting with you, buddy. Who do you got? Do you even care? That's really the question. Listen. And and, and what, what what are you thinking? Listen, the only reason why I'm pissed off is the fact that Tony Storm's a fucking champion. That's the only thing that pisses me off. Um, but, and the, another thing that pisses me off is, unfortunately, I'm going Tony Storm winning this match because Willow's got her own belt. Do I really think she's going to be Willow two belts this early? Fuck, no. I don't think that's going to happen. Why? Uh, we got Roman three belts already without even happening. That's uh, Paul I mean, two belts. Know. It's not even Roman three belts. That's those are Heyman's belts, belts now. Yeah, yeah I Heyman. know. Those, those really should be Heyman's belts. Heyman two wearing belts. Them. Yeah, he's just been carrying them around. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's Heyman two belts right and That's kind of like, right. uh, hey, these are too expensive. We're going to carry them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's it's got to be Tony. Um yeah, I just don't like the fact that she's the champion. They should have just vacated it and have someone better win the belt. But uh, ooh, strong sh- words. When when Jamie when Jamie was injured, they should have fucking vacated it. But um, yeah. And besides, I don't think they're doing Willie uh, Willow two belts. So yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Tony. Unfortunately. Wolf, are you are you uh, pretty much stating? Yeah, uh, it's it's very much like Willie. Unfortunately, Tony is retaining because there is no way in hell that um, what's it called? I don't know. Uh, I had Vince McMahon on the Willow. Show. Uh, that Willow. That yeah, they're not going to have Tony have like what? Uh, what? How long was the double? Uh, how long ago was Double or Nothing? It was like uh, about a weeks ago. Yeah, it's yeah. about a month. About a month ago, yeah, they're not gonna give Tony a month long reign. Like, I don't know. Look at Wardlow's reigns. Okay, (laughs) that title's cursed. (laughs) I mean, I understand why they flip flop that title so much because you know they like to pop ratings and stuff. I understand why they do that, but still, like, I hate when they. Uh, they do that. But no, the thing is, there's uh, they haven't built up Willow yet to be a believable world title contender okay um so i think yeah it's like gonna be obviously going to be tony i i also hate that tony is champion uh i'll I'll be uh, this is my hot take of the night probably Uh, and maybe it's the first hot take of the night who knows but um in all honesty, I wouldn't even I wouldn't have even given the belt to Tony, uh, which That's is not a hot take. Which is unfortunate. No, no, no. Here comes the hot take. The hot take is I would have given it to Soraya. No, I would have too. Like literally, I and it's unfortunate. Uh, Justin's like, what the fuck? 
No, no, uh, don't give it to Soraya right now. Like, no. No, no not right now, but out of anybody in that group. Out of anybody I, in that group, it would have been Soraya. I mean, honest, I rather it, I rather gave it back to Britt Baker. <laughs> to I would have actually no, like ideally it would have gone to Ruby, but actually I wouldn't mind Ruby holding the title. Uh, but what's <laughs> if she wasn't that? part of the Outcast, me too. because yeah, <laughs> she kind of. But like the thing is, I'm annoyed that like because Tony is great as a talent, and I'm seeing like Twitter like always talking high praises for Tony, and I would love to do that too. Except now she's basically Soraya's little bitch. Man, facts. Like, gentlemen, my God. No I, love for these women out here, man. If Tony just turns on Soraya, no, I'll be happy. I can't wait. But I don't see it happening. So, yeah, she's much better in the ring than Soraya, but she is not being presented as such. Um,. I'm gonna be. I can't wait to do the podcast with, with, uh, with Kay and and uh, Asa on Saturday because I definitely am gonna be hearing her go. I can't believe what Wolf said about my girl. Tony I'm sorry, Storm. Kay. I'm gonna be I'm like, sorry. I don't know what to tell you. If you want, I can call him. See if he wants to join us. Uh, like, I'm like, sorry, you know. Kay. Oh, yeah. What's it called? I, 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 I listen, man. I Tony. love, I love, I love the. Diversity. I don't hate Tony. I just don't like her now. Yep. Like Tony, I want you to just bitch slap Soraya, please. <laughs> oh, uh, that that okay, will save your career. Okay, okay, Asa. I'm so glad everything's working out with you guys, but I can't wait to do the episode Saturday with you guys. It's definitely gonna be fun, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. At the very on the bright side, Tony is a two-time woman's listen, champion. Wolf. You dug yourself already a grave with yeah, her. There's yeah. there's no coming out of that right now. Yeah, there's no coming out of that grave right now. <laughs> but that's it. You're out. You're done. No more. No moss for you. Close that no, casket. You can't even you can't even you can't get a dollar burrito right now at Taco Bell right that. now, and I don't like it. Um but I'm hoping it changes. Maybe collision will help save tony i don't i don't know i'm oh man i already feel it i feel that episode getting wild real right off the bat but nonetheless mr cincinnati john moxley himself what do you think tony i i i could not willow disagree with you more wow tony yes finally look at at where tony storm was in december of 2021 Okay, look at her final angle in WWE. Look how she came into WWE, kicking ass, taking names, Mae Young Classic. NXT yeah. UK gets to the main roster. Vince has no idea what to do with her. She finally gets her chance to leave what she thought was a big time. Now going over to AEW, how many times has she been Women's World Champion? You just said it. Two. Would that have happened nope. anywhere else? Nope. But that, I that's agree. Why, that's, that's why this is so brilliant here. Yeah. Is because, at least in my opinion... Tony Storm is probably a top five women's wrestler on the planet. She can go with just about anybody. I agree. It's hard not to get excited about this match with Willow Nightingale because not only the momentum Willow is coming into this match with after having 
a, a great match with Mercedes winning a title on the fly because of a broken freaking ankle and now gets to clash with the women's world champion. Tony's winning this match. That's a given. On, on that, I agree with. I have, I have loved Tony's pres presentation. That's until Kurt, like That's Kurt Angle's long-lost daughter right there. Yeah, right? I, he won with a broken freaking neck. It, it, she won with a broken freaking ankle, man. Where's his like, son at? I, and, I, I'm, I'm excited the for the yeah. match it, itself. I'm and just I know where annoyed. You're getting, and I, I do know where you're getting as far as the presentation right now. However, think about it this way: if she's doing this, if she's doing the bestie thing with Soraya, that's eventually going to split because if Tony's mm -hmm. getting the accolades as the women's world champion, Soraya is going to be like, "Where's my dude, bitch?" And what? we're eventually going to see. And I'll be class. happy for so that. Outsiders <laughs> a, put together to break them apart. I'm going to throw, gonna gonna throw my reel in real quick. I'm going to throw my reel in real quick and try to yeah. save. Try to get Wolf a little bit out of that water real quick because I know he's he's he's, he's drowning under there right now. So no, no, would you no. would you say maybe would you say, Mister Cincinnati? Would you say that the presentation of Tony Storm in the Outcast isn't doing her much justice for being a champion and having that opportunity? to become a champion and fight as a champion. Do you think that with the way that the outcasts are going and their direction with it being very not, not, I don't want to say wish-washy, but not so clear cut in a great or in a really narrow direction. Would you say that maybe that's the reason why Wolf feels the way he feels with how Tony's being presented currently? Or do you think that he just needs to drown on the water and just accept defeat? Honestly, that's the that's really the question. Yeah, I, I think I think I would I think that I'll, I'll I will say that there could be much more clearer defined reasons for this reunion or this this union of sorts. I think that they need to be present presented better as a collective. Think like a shield as opposed mm. to you know this is. Soraya's group and they are just kind of in the background. I yeah. think that if if they can commit to okay, this is a collective unit, they're just here to destroy, they're just here to take out this division inside out, then we might be onto something and and building to where their success gets so it, it's so hard to ignore that even Soraya has to think this should have been about me. And I think that it's kind of the, you know, Ray's got to burn in Tony's light a little bit. And and I think that they do, do need to do a better job of trying to just get that across. I think that what they're doing right now, I mean, it's a little campy doing the spray paint thing. It's just, you know, very it is what it is. I, I will, I will say that, but I, I, I think that they're off to a good start. Okay. There's more that can be done to give the, give this story layers that they're just not doing yet. And I think that they have to find a way to move on from a Britt Baker rivalry just because I just don't buy her as a baby face. Like I, it, it just, I get it for the purposes of PR and all access and all that stuff. But I, I, I do think it is time to find them, a you know, a, a true trios rivalry here. Wolf, I, I tried my best, man. You know, I got you at least above water uh, again. Yeah. So you're not drowning so much. I, 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 I full <laughs> in at the time of like full gear 2022, 
I was so impressed with Hater versus Tony. That match, that match was incredible. Uh, probably one of the best woman matches I've seen like ever in AEW. And I had to watch back a few, but like Hater Tony is definitely yeah, at full gear is like definitely one of the top. The problem I have with Tony now, and the worry I have, is the like the main concern is that i'm scared soraya is going to bury tony yeah, basically um wow that you know what though i'm not gonna lie to you i will we'll, we're gonna we're gonna kind of cut that combo just a little bit short only because i this this conversation i need k fabulous in here for this for sure, sure. but i i definitely think this is going to be an episode about the outcast i think yeah. all of us here definitely need to talk about this a little bit more because both of you and i i i feel like i already hear k in my ear going i can't believe this is even a conversation y'all are having without me right now but nonetheless <laughs> i uh i i definitely want to have her in here and of course right. asa but um i i want to hear justin really quick on the topic and then we'll we'll kind of go right back into the to the card and everything like that so jay well what you got for me yeah so i'm gonna go with uh tony storm to win here okay like, hey, hey, this slander needs to quit with Tony Storm. I tell you, she oh, has man, been... there he is. There's the fighter. You're done. Uh -oh. You're done. That's it. You're uh -oh. out. The no, no, slander needs to quit with Tony Storm. She's been doing some great stuff. Like, I, I mean, it's unfortunate for Jamie Hader, you know, with her getting injured. Like, I don't know if she would have won at um, double or nothing if, if she didn't get injured. Um, I, I'm not sure. But hey, I'm happy with she's been doing great stuff, like better stuff she, that she was doing in WWE. I'll tell you that. Willie, we're I still mean, talking about it. We're still talking. No, about I know. It. I was taking a. I was taking a. <laughs> piece still of talking about. I saved Wolf. I got him back above water for a little. And you bit. know what? I and would then gladly... Justin was like, no, no, no. He's going back under. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, so it's, it's fine. fine. He's back under now. <laughs> and you know what? I would gladly take a, a sweet cheek music from Tony Storm. I like man, Tony Storm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and also I, I gotta same say, with Velvet, the... uh, same with Sky Blue. You know what I mean? Willow Nightingale. Any mm -hmm. Listen, I don't know mm -hmm. what they're feeding Gigi in that water, but you know we could get a whole <laughs> sweet cheek music group going. You know what I mean? Some yeah, instruments. Exactly. I'll be the manager. I'll shave my head like Paul Hammond. Absolutely. I I already got the weight on me. We we you know we could we could definitely make this happen. But nonetheless, I think we all are in agreement. Tony my Storm. tribal cheeks. <laughs> my tribal cheeks. There you go. We got there the slogans so and weird. everything now. Man, wow. We're yeah. really working together tonight, boys. Yeah. So, no, but definitely I think we're all in agreement. Tony Storm definitely yeah. going to be retaining here. I think it's pretty obvious. But in, in all honesty, just to kind of summarize what everybody has been saying, because you all have made very good points, but we definitely need K-Fabulous in here for this type of, uh, type of talk. But nonetheless, we also need her in here for – um, the the women's division, because this kind of goes to that a little bit as well from the points we were kind of making in this episode as well, which on Saturday, when like I said, I'll, I'll talk about a little bit more uh, with them as well. But nonetheless, I, I do think Tony Storm is definitely going to win. But I think that this match might be one of those 
overlooked, like, oh, we already know the winner. Like, who really cares? I think with Willow and how she's been presented in both AEW, Ring of Honor, and now New Japan, now having her foot in three different promotions, being able to wrestle with three different types of wrestlers, now going back to where she kind of started, which is AEW, facing someone of the likes of Tony Storm now has her foot in both different camps, WWE and AEW. I think that this is definitely going to be a match that, for me at least, who loves his women over here, you know, definitely I think this is going to be one of those could sneak up in surprises, four out of five matches, and really, really be very interesting. Even though we kind of know who the winner is going to be, I still think Willow and Tony are going to put on a great performance. I don't I think, think they're so. going to shy away from doing that with both women having championship and gold around their weights from two different promotions to highly respected promotions. I definitely think these ladies are ready and prepared for a four out of five, possibly this is for UK, possibly a five out of five match. All right. I'm going to throw that extra number in there just I, because I personally agree. I think this match is a great match, but like, I'm just, not too happy about i just feel like the match result is too obvious and oh yeah yeah no i, I, I wish I mercedes so i wish mercedes was was in this like um position but unfortunately you know with her getting yeah. injured with her broken yeah. ankle Ooh, terrible ankle terrible ankle spot but nonetheless we have a bunch of other matches to go so we're going to continue on it is time we're going to let justin take the floor because it's one of his matches. He's going to be wearing one of the shirts anyway. Mr. Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson versus Okada. What do you think? Who do you got um, of the match? Oh, man. This is going to be such a dream match here. Like, when Danielson did, did cut that promo, it was back at Dominion and stuff. I, go, like, I was watching the show. I was like, wait, who was that cut? Like, who was that talking? And I, I, because. I'm used to hearing Danielson always screaming in all of his promos. And then I got, <laughs> oh, it's Danielson. I go, okay. Okay, I can get behind this. I mean, they haven't done a whole lot to, you know, to really build this up that much. Mm -hmm. The build has been kind of lackluster. Um, you know, other than, you know, this past week with them doing their face down and all that. Um, I think uh, Okada is definitely going to be winning here. Because I feel like, you know, I feel like Danielson could take a loss and, and it really won't hurt him here. You know, after he's been really dominant with the BCC as of late. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm giving Okada the win here. Okay. I like it. We're going to go to... Uh... And also, I feel like this might main event the show as well, which I, I don't mind. This is main eventing the show. show. Yeah, sit on because... Because MJF, he, um, you know, he doesn't, he goes like, he doesn't really care about being in the event sometimes. You know, he doesn't want to be wrestled around and like um, Danielson's people sweating blood and all I that. Love it. I mean, the, the, what's it called? The two matches that are considered the, that may be the main event. I, I don't know. I, they could very well pull the double main event nonsense, but uh, they said Okada and Danielson or, uh, Omega, Omega and Osprey. I mean, those are two two matches that definitely are main event worthy. Yep. You know, we saw in Wrestle Kingdom, Will and, and Kenny, I mean, put on a five out of five match. More and than that. That was like a six star from Meltzer. Yeah, well, yeah. Meltzer was given in a 20 out of 20 at that stage of the game. He's been up, he was up for like two days and, straight. And there was, there's also so, something that yeah. I'll, I'll talk about when... Um, 
when we get to Omega and Osprey that there there is a detail that I like read about and I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> I'm excited uh, to hear it. But so we're going we're going Danielson. Justin, what are we thinking? I'm going Okada. Going yeah, Okada. Okada. He said yeah. Okada. Yeah. He said Okada. Okada for this one. Wow, we're gonna switch it up with the AEW winners and we're gonna go to uh some New Japan. New Japan getting a little bit of shine finally. Mr. Wolf, Mr. Universe, Julian um, Lover himself. Who this match is going to potentially be like the best match in like modern history I've I've ever seen. Ever. Wow. Um this match has a floor of a five star match and the ceiling is the sky's the limit. That's Dave Meltzer's kid right there, Wolf, right there. That's that's Dave Meltzer Jr.'s kid right there. No, no. He's talking exactly like him. No, seriously, uh, Danielson and Okada, you can't really get much better than that. These two are, like, world class. These two are, like, some of the best in the world. Um, However, uh, given, like... Given the fact that this is an incredible match that will probably take at least 30 minutes, if not more, um, I am going to say Danielson takes a loss here. I will say Okada wins. Two for Okada. We got two for Danielson in the chat. We got two for Okada in the live stream. I got two more guys with me here. We're going to go Wrestling Junkies. Okada Danielson. Yeah, so I, I gotta I gotta give the hat trick to Okada here. Um, wow, yeah. three two yeah. Okada, man! Yeah. New Japan's finally getting that love that they've been waiting for. I mean, it's it's hard not to see that that you know this will probably be one of those instant classic matches when we're looking at AEW history, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the line. And with three three, with, we got three three right now on the winner. So woo. I like it. I like it. That's putting with, pressure uh, on my back. Y'all, listen, you and me both, buddy. I still got to pick one. All right. <laughs> oh, I got my pick already. I got my pick already. Yeah, and, and with Brian, I mean, the larger story is Blackpool Combat Club. They've got bigger problems They've got bigger, problems they got right bigger now, fish to fry. It, you know, we're, we're going to see. I like fish. You know, it's good. I think that we there's something much larger yeah. that I think is around the corner Four, for three. BCC as a whole. Three. And... Uh, you know, I don't. I, well, I'll, I'll give my prediction on that when we talk about the 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 tag team match with the elite coming up. But oh, yeah, we're I gonna think round that the surpasses what we're gonna see. I figured we'd round the show out with that one because I feel like there's a lot yeah. to say. Wolf, I know, is like waiting for that match to come besides Will yeah. and on an Osprey, but we're gonna Osprey. go now. Will and Osprey, Will and <laughs> oh, yeah, Will well, yeah, and Kenny. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Face, face, face himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, Willie. It's just a dream Okada, match, so yeah. Okada. Okada, has, Okada has four. Danielson has three votes. Okada has four votes. Are you tying it, or are you advancing Okada? What do you? I'm got advancing. For? I'm advancing Okada here, yeah. because uh, let me let me give you my reasoning. Absolutely. Like we said, the New Japan people are going to, you know, get introduced to this American audience. The, mm-hmm. the diehard, hardcore fans already know who Okada is and what he's been able to do. Casual fans such as myself have only seen very little. And, and the Rainmaker, yep. Yeah, if, if 
Okada wins here and gives the performance that everyone here and their goddamn grandma knows that Okada will give. Mm. If he beats a Hall of Fame competitor like Danielson, that can only bring Okada up more and give him more opportunities in America, give him more exposure, more fans, more people who might want to go to to, uh, New Japan, like to watch it. And Okada's like the face there. Let, let's let's admit, Okada's pretty much the face of New Japan. So mm-hmm. if if Okada gets this W, New Japan gets a W as a whole, in my opinion. It's got to be Okada. Damn. 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 Another Okada. That's that's what, six now? That's six for Okada. And that's four, six with three. Lewis, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. three for Daniels. You know, I... I it's a hard one to say. I'm going to be honest because you do, like we all kind of touched upon, we have two really amazing athletes giving us, without a doubt, a moment that we'll never, ever forget, a moment that can't be redone a year or two from now or even 10 years from now at all in the same capacity. So either way, it's a win for us no matter how it actually turns out. But I am going to go Danielson on this one. And the reason why I say Danielson is because kind of how we talked about before, the BCC had bigger fish to fry. And I think by having that statement done, whether or not the tag team match is a win for them or not, having Danielson bounce back from an amazing Iron Man match that he had with MJF against the likes of Okada brings not only Danielson to somewhat of the same regard as Okada, but brings the BCC just further in their domination to be one of the best factions in AEW. So I'm going Danielson for those reasons. Now, if Okada wins, great. Me and Grandma are going to be very happy. But (laughs) at the same time, we're we're, going to win no matter what. I think this match in, in itself is going to be, I'm going to rate it now, 5 out of 5. Meltzer's going to rate it like 10 out of 5. Yeah, Meltzer's already drooling at the fact that this is like two days away. (laughs) So he's he's losing it right now. Meltzer's counting down like the seconds. Oh, yeah. No, for sure he is. He's he's absolutely. Him and Alvarez are just dying. Oh, especially Alvarez. Yeah, for (laughs) this match. But we're going to now go on to Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And someone want to help me out with the last name of the guy? Sonata. Sonata. Thank, thank you, thank you. We're going to start with Willie. Willie, Shinada, Jungle Boy, who do you got? Is this even a question? I'm yes. going to give you one guess. Sonata. Sonata. Yeah. Sonata. Jungle, yep. Jungle Boy ain't even in the, in okay. the same See, conversation. Me and Justin have the same thing. I think we're on the same I... page here. <laughs> Uh, see, the thing is, for me, I mean, I, it's very clear who I'm picking. It's obviously going to be Sonata. Uh, yeah, that's great. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, uh, I, but the thing is, I think there was a report of Tony saying, like, he had calls uh, like with the New Japan people and saying, like, oh, we want someone to, from AEW to fight. Um, we got two for Sonata. For the... IWGP World Championship. Tony outright said Jungle Boy. And wow. I'm like... Because he's the new favorite. 
because yeah, people like his song. Yeah, I mean it's I'm a catchy like, song. People man. like his song. If you if you say, if you're able to sing it live with everybody, it's kind of like that Jericho moment. Fun, yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's oh, see, I, I hope in fight forever. Yeah, man. I hope in fight forever people chant the song. I hope in fight forever they chant. So unless that like Tony is planning like some crazy ridiculous push for Jungle Boy, which I don't entirely see right now. Um what's it called uh i i think sonata wins uh i could very well see him potentially turning heel from this loss and maybe attacking hook uh since hook will Ooh. be in that will be in jungle boy's corner on uh, mm. that match but i don't know yet okay all right so two for sonata zero right now for jungle boy hopefully it changes Junkies, where you're at? Where you're not at? Gonna change. It's not gonna change. Uh, I'm gonna say Sonata. Three uh, three hope for the boy. Yeah, I, I, I like that they're trying to continue to push Jungle Boy. I think that he's he's missing he's missing something. I don't Four know. I don't necessarily think that it's you know. I wouldn't even necessarily say it is having the heater in Luchasaurus. It, it's just, there, there's just, I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on, on it, but I think that I would not want to see him turn heel on hook. I, I think, because I think if you turn Jungle Boy heel, AEW needs to, you know, AEW's heels are presented as being just very sharp tongued talkers, and Jack just is not that guy. Yeah, he doesn't uh, have that right I, now. I think that this is, this is just a this is just a crossover match to get IWGP's world champion on the show, too. Jack, I'm sure, will have a great match. He always does, but I mean, I don't think that any of us realistically see him winning the world title here on a, on a super show, basically, with next to no build. Okay. Mr. Juggernaut. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say Sonata wins here as well. I mean, I, I mean, I would like to go with Jungle Boy here, man. I mean, I mean, I wow. like him, but I'm just now put your hands down now. You can't have the moment after you already bet against the point. Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sonata's gonna be winning here. I think this is gonna be like a showcase match for like Jungle Boy. Maybe this can push him up by going, oh, maybe we can eventually have him as a world champion. And also, maybe you know, he gets more like promo class time, or maybe like he gets more of like a mouth mouthpiece with him. I mean, he did have a mouthpiece. Jungle Boy, Boy, finally, we got one. There we go, got one Jungle Boy there. But yeah, Sonata's winning here. I think it's going to be a fine match, but yeah, this is basically to just get the world champion of uh, I, you know, the IWGB champion on the show. So, yeah, Sonata gotcha. wins. I'm going to go Jungle Boy on this one as well. I I just think that Jungle Boy has a big opportunity here. This He already proved that he could definitely do a main event worthy match against someone of the likes of MJF, Darby Allen, and of course, Sammy Guevara with that fatal four-way and definitely put on one hell of a show with that. I think his matches leading up to that were very good, especially with him and Christian Cage at Revolution. Um, so I think that Tony now being his front runner saying, no, 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 it's Jungle Boy that's facing him. I think it was, uh, I, I think Tony has as much confidence in Jungle Boy to put on definitely a solid, solid four out of five match between him and Sonata. 
for sure. Yeah, most likely Sonata will retain or whatnot, but I think that there is that slight, slight, slight bit of opportunity and optimism. I'm going to steal a little bit from Wolf here. I'm going to steal a little bit of optimism from Wolf and say Jungle Boy, like Lewis, may just come out and surprise us all in a victory. But nonetheless, we have a whole bunch of more matches going on. We have, of course, speaking of Fatal 4-Way, let's talk about the Fatal 4-Way IC or an international or national, whatever the fuck belt name we're calling it this week. It's technically or- the IN title. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So then we'll call it the, that. The in title. The in title. The in title. The in title. The all in title. The all in title. The all in title. Orange Cassidy with the all in title against Shibata, Zack Saber Jr., and Daniel Garcia. All right. Who wants to start off with this one? I don't know. Juggernaut started dancing. I, I think maybe I might start with him. All right, Willie. You want to go? Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> OC, they're okay. keeping, they're continuing this reign. OC's been like defending it a shit ton, and uh, besides him, I don't really see anyone other than Garcia getting the win here. Maybe a cheap win, but I'm gonna play it safe here, and I'm gonna go o- Orange Cassidy. Uh, especially, yeah, he's having a monster reign right now, and I think we need someone better to beat. OC, I don't see anyone in this match ending this ending this reign. Zack Saber Jr. is already a champion, like we said yeah, with he has Willow. A big TV around his waist, like yeah, like we said with yeah. Willow, he doesn't. He need don't it. need a mini TV as well. Like, <laughs> he doesn't need it. So um, Orange Cassidy I'm retains. Pan- yeah. I got a Panasonic 2002 television around his waist right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go next. I will also say Orange Cassidy at three uh, for OC. Just because. Four, actually. Two, three. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah. Look, I'm, uh, I'm I will say I'm Orange at Cassidy look at my career. All right. Zach Saber Jr. has a title. Shibata has a title. Oh, yeah, he does too. Garcia <laughs> wants Shibata's title. Uh, so, like, I... And I'm pretty sure the next ROH, like, pay-per-view, like, it's gonna be, like, feature Shibata versus Garcia, most likely. Uh, for that ROH title, pure championship. So I I don't see any of them getting the win here. All right. Just- so I think it's going to be OC, yeah. Uh, I have to go with OC to win here. You know, he, he's retaining his title. He's, he's retaining it. He ain't losing. Okay. Um, even though, yeah, I, I think he's going to retain it a few more times. Maybe he might lose it on like a... I don't know, maybe like a dynamite, or maybe at um, Wembley, all in. Yeah. or yeah, probably pro- put at Wembley. Yeah, put that all in. Okay. Um, but it, this is gonna be definitely a fire match. I can't, I can't wait to see it. All right, sounds good. Sounds good, Mister Moxley. Who we got? Orange Cassidy, all the way. I mean, wow. this has been this title run has been the blueprint for how you build a championship from scratch. How the international title and the TNT title can come from the same umbrella of booking is beyond me. Orange Cassidy and, and just the sheer the sheer volume of defenses, the sheer number of matches, the fact that he is opening shows with this title, he's closing shows with this title. They have put just about everybody in his path. 
line them up, knock them down, dominoes. I mean, it, it's just, there's just something infectious about that character, about that personality that you just can't help but want to root for the guy. And I, I do think that, you know, Wembley would be an appropriate end to the reign. You at least want to have some credibility for a several month period with great title defenses, and they're able to do that in spades. It's going to be a fun match regardless. There's a great clash of styles that we have across all four of these guys. I mean, I think that this is just a very good breakneck, energetic car crash that we're going to see, and I personally can't wait. But there is zero reason to take this title off of Orange Cassidy right now. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all for Orange Cassidy. Straight through the board, and there's no way in hell they're going to take it away from the OC. I'd be very foolish. I mean, Daniel Garcia would probably be the only one I could definitely see getting the opportunity. Um, but if Wolf's predictions or notes that he reads throughout the day is right, there's going to be that pure match between, of course, Shibata and Garcia at the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view. So hopefully we get that instead and it becomes uh, a different type of story for uh, Daniel Garcia going forward. All right. Now, this is the match I'm excited for, truthfully. I, I think besides being an MJF fan, this is probably the match that I'm the most excited for, and it is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega, round two, now at Forbidden Door. I mean, you know, it's for the IWG US Championship. I, I'm 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 saying Will Osprey. I'm Ooh. saying Will yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. I'm saying Will right off the bat. Uh, but we're gonna start with Justin. Justin, who do you got? So, this is gonna be right, an two amazing. Osprey one Kenny. I gotta do the mark now. Hold on. Two <laughs> Osprey one Kenny. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> So this is going to be an awesome match here. Um, you know, they had a great match back at Wrestle Kingdom earlier this year. That's That was one of my favorite matches of the year so far. I think this is going to definitely top that. And, you know, Will Ospreay, he's kind of like on that redemption arc. You know, he wants to get that title back. But I've also been hearing rumors that Kenny Omega wants to bring that IWGP United States Championship to the United States like, full-time. Right. Um, which I don't know how smart that is. Like they need to keep that title over there in New Japan. Two, so three, two, three. I'm gonna say that Will Osprey ends up winning the match here. Ooh, like I said, just, just on the field, just on the fact that you know, with uh, him doing that redemption story, four three. Yeah. Okay, Wolf. I'm gonna go to you last because I know you got a lot to say about this. I know you got a lot to say about this. We're at four three right now with Osprey v Kenny. We're going to go, uh, Mr. Cincinnati. What are we thinking? Osprey or Kenny? Are we yeah, making 5 3? Osprey. Yeah, it's 5 3. It's, I mean, this is. Let's go. Five, this three. is. This matches the reason that I'm looking. Like, this is why I'm buying this pay per view. Is yes, this same. Um, mm-hmm. w- we knew and at Wrestle was, Kingdom. You know, this is this is my my number one yeah. reason why I'm yeah. buying this paper. It, it, it is. I mean, that's that's no bullshit. This is because we knew, even in the moment of watching that match at Wrestle Kingdom, you know that you're watching a match of the year contender, if not the match of the year. Yeah. And I mean, stacking it up against everything that we have seen 
between AEW and WWE this year, there's still, I mean, other than, other than maybe the Usos yeah. versus Kevin and Sammy. I don't know. I don't well, know. I don't 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 know. I beautifully violent rivalry that we're seeing between these guys and that's not going to change here they are going to up the ante here and i know that osprey you know he went on social media to talk about how badly he's hurting right now and having to adapt his style because of those injuries he's going to throw all that shit out the the window this weekend and we are going to mean we're we're probably going to see a seven star here from these two if not an eight i you know I think it's stupid to have more than the it's five. It's gonna be star, a ten star match. I, I, know, I yeah, I only do five because if you get yeah. up to ten, it's like, all yeah. right, then what do you consider a ten? You consider that like a masterpiece? Like five, like for me, like quickly, like on the ranking system, like I go. The reason why I go five is because five to me is the best. That's the yeah, best you that's could a, that's do. That's what I do. I, yeah. I, I it, it's. If you go 10, you're above and beyond five. If you're a 20, you know what I mean? Like when you get yeah. to the higher numbers, now you're, you're in infinity. Yeah. yeah, you're <laughs> infinity stone level. Thanos, uh, like yeah. super drink five prime energy drinks right there. Like you can't be touched. Okay. Like yeah. that's where it is. Five is like that is, is the best. Four yeah. is like good. Definitely could rewatch it. Three is like good. I wouldn't play it again or I wouldn't watch it again. Two is like, it missed a little bit. You know, there was definitely some shit. One is like, okay, this was dog shit. Yeah. And then if you don't even rank it, it's just like, I can't believe I wasted my time. Sure. You yeah. know, that's that's uh, that's my ranking system on how sure. I go one to five. But yeah, no, I, I get it. Listen, I, yeah. I agree. I think that this will shoot the 10, 20, you know, I'm, I'm projecting it to hot 100. I'm waiting <laughs> to see tables. I'm waiting to see ladders. I'm waiting to see the... Holy yeah. shit moments. I'm this waiting will, to see. This will be the trilogy of the year, Japan. for sure. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what we saw in New Japan come to America, or really Canada, really. And we're still yes, not Canada, Toronto gets that, you books. Yeah, Toronto gets that. <laughs> so really enjoy that. that shit up there, buddy. But, you know, this is, this is something that is going to be very special. And definitely, you know, possibly we get a th- another round out of this. I hope so, because... To me, this this is something that I don't think I could get enough of. But you know, we'll we'll definitely see Sunday what it's going to be. But Willie, before I Wolf, I know you're literally clinging on the edge of your seat right now. But Willie, quickly, Kenny or Osprey? Quickly though, the total: Osprey one, Osprey two for us three. So then it's one, two, three. So six Osprey and one, two, three Kenny. Osprey's right now beating the shit out of Kenny right now in this uh, in this voting poll. So six three Osprey. Are we adding to Osprey? Are we adding to Kenny? I'm 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 adding to Osprey. Uh, Woo seven three. Let's now, go. Keep it rolling. The redemption arc for Osprey will really commence here. Osprey yes. will finish the story, if you will. Here Finally, Cody Rhodes can take a note. Cody Rhodes taking that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and besides, Kenny Omega has bigger fish to fry. 
So right. he doesn't need that belt no more because he's got yeah. Takeshita and Don Callis. He's got the BCC. He's got all this shit. Uh, yeah, no. Osprey takes that, bring it back to his promotion and defend it against people over there. It's it's quite simple. Uh, mm -hmm. Both New Japan gets the double main event here. Uh, Okada wins and Osprey wins. That's in my opinion. Okay. All right, Wolf, the floor is yours. I know you've been uh, waiting for this moment. This so match. All right, so first I'm going to talk about my prediction. Get it out of the way. I thought I was going to be the only person to say this, but Osprey is going to win this. Uh, eight, eight three. Osprey's I, winning this. Yeah, I think, uh, and I say that because uh, un possibly unlike everyone else, I think this is going to a trilogy. Uh, I, I think hope it does. Eventually, we will see Kenny and Osprey fight again. Maybe uh, yeah. all in. Full gear. Maybe full gear. I mean, gear, Osprey better. does have that heritage. Yeah. He does. So, the thing is, I uh, this match is a crazy matchup. I, I also with Okada and Danielson. This Omega and Osprey are also two of the best, like ever. Oh, for sure. This has a floor of five stars. Um, what's it called? And another thing regarding Wrestle Kingdom, their first match. Uh, that match was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was it. It's currently potential match of the year contender. And from what I read, both Omega and Osprey have said they were holding back. Yes, I heard that at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like I can't wait. For, I can't wait for Sunday. I Us can't wait for Sunday. Like, they were they were holding back. I go like, wow, just wait to see what we get on Sunday. Yeah, um, I, bro, yeah, really. Is... If they were holding back, I can't even imagine. And like more. Osprey was like almost like was like knocked yeah. out cold. These like these dead. guys killed themselves. Yeah. I mean, killed themselves. And they were I don't know. holding back. Out. I don't know what what Undertaker resurrection they did after Wrestle Kingdom to bring their asses back and want to do but another I round. Feel like I wouldn't be surprised if this match ends up going like almost an hour. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm so fine with that. Uh, I'm so this if this was the only match of the whole entire show and then it was Okada to finish, fine. Like I honestly like all the other matches look great. I'm very happy about all of them. Don't get me wrong, but like mm -hmm. this is my. Uh, I, like I love MGF, don't get me wrong, but this is the reason why I'm buying the pay per view. Like Eric said, this is literally yeah. the number one reason why I'm buying it. And if MGF wasn't on the card, I was buying it because I have to because I'm a content creator. But at the same time, it's just like I wasn't gonna be happy being a content creator on Sunday, watching all of the other shit that could have could have possibly been on, uh, on the match card. But speaking of MJF, the king, the real tribal chief of the wrestling world all right i don't know what you guys believe that other guy is doing but he got super kicked by his family so he ain't no nobody uh Vin diesel it doesn't like roman reigns right now yeah he, he's a he's a solo dolo right now um it is mjf versus somebody want to help me out with the last Hiroshi name Tanahashi. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi. okay 
MJF. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's even a doubt in my mind. Uh, you know, maybe because I'm biased and I'm an MJF fan. But, uh, you know, Long Island, buddy. I'm a Long Islander. He's a Long Islander. If he loses, he's not allowed back on Long Island. You know, that's how I'm looking at it. Uh, if he loses, to after all the shit he talked about, how New Japan is just a bunch of weirdos and whatnot. A weird, uh, like, japanese yeah, like, hey, listen, MJF, I hope you're listening. And I hope one day you get to listen to this episode. If you lose this match, don't come back to Long Island. I, I don't want you <laughs> a part of Long Island anymore, buddy. We won't want you, all right? You can keep the title. You can throw it away. You can keep all of everything you ever done. If you lost, he doesn't keep the title. Listen, it's garbage anyway if he loses, all right? That triple <laughs> B, I'd rather see, I almost would rather see CM Punk wear it. That's how bad I'd be upset if he fucking loses. All right. That's, That's how bold. upset I'd be. All right. It's a bold statement. You want to see a hot take? There's your hot take. But nonetheless, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to the new guest, of course, to to the show. Uh juggernaut, Mr. J, J uh, Justin. Sam said James again. Fuck. Uh Justin. Uh who do you got? MJF or Tamahashi? This is going to be a really fun match. Like, I was kind of concerned why when he, you know, cut that promo the week before. He said, oh, I'm not showing up. I'm not facing those those indie guys, you know, from the indie fed or whatnot. So I don't need to do that. Um, and, you know, basically Adam Cole, you know, this week kind of, um, you know, calling the cat. Yeah, he goes like, good luck, bud. You know, call him a coward. You know, basically <laughs> the tables turn on MJF here. I thought that was hilarious, and it's funny how they're going to be tag team partners in the yeah. I think that's um, great. Elim- in the in the eliminator tournament. I thought that's pretty cool. They're going to win that whole thing now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, we're going to get MJF two belts. That's what we're going to have right there. MJF, that'd be two sick. Belts. There you go. He, he's he's he'll be the true tribal chief then. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I hope he takes shots at Roman for that. I hope he takes <laughs> shots at Roman for that. Um, but I'm gonna say that MJF retains her. He's probably gonna retain by some retain by some heelish way. That's um, fine. That's the only way to do it. I mean, yeah, they call you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi the you know the ace of New Japan, but yeah, he's not winning the title here. And apparently, I've been hearing some things about maybe at All Out having MJF and CM Punk for um, All yeah, Out for the you know, title for the, for the double you know double titles or whatever. Um, you see who the true champion is. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, because Punk is yeah, most so likely has that belt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm going with him, Jeff. All right. Wolf, who do you got? Uh, boy, I'm sorry. I'm MJF. MJF or Tanahashi? I uh, say MJF. Yeah. It's, All right. it's obviously going to be MJF. Okay. John Moxley Jr., who do you got? Yeah, uh, MJF for sure. The, I mean, they, right, it's, I mean, I don't even know why we're having this fucking conversation. Yeah, he's but. an attraction. There's literally no reason to mess with that right now. I mean, the fact that he does wrestle so little in a given year extends his longevity, first yep. of all. That I mean, you, you you're all like. I mean, just, just think about that. You are 27 years old, and you're already on the Roman Reigns schedule. Yeah. Like, that, that, just ha- that, that doesn't happen overnight, and it, and, and it happens for a reason. This is going to be no different. I mean, I, 
I don't doubt that this will be a great match with, with Tanahashi. I mean, seeing everything that, that he's done with Jericho and his involvement in AEW, like th there's just no reason to think that this isn't going to be a great match. We're just adding to the repertoire of MJF. We're right. just, you know, giving him, you know, we're, we're giving him one more reason to gloat to Adam Cole. It, yeah, I mean, what what more can you say other than this is this is just going to be a great wrestling match, you know? And and people can hate on MJF all you know all that they want as far as you know. You hate him the because frequency with him. which he with which he wrestles, but you know, think about the '80s. I mean, there weren't pay per views all the time. You know, you had these lengthy title reigns where major shows you know are few and far between. So th th this is no different. I mean, he's a student of the game. And he has, has just so masterfully manipulated the perception of what a heel should be in wrestling and what a heel champion should be in wrestling and what he brings to the table. And, and he's, he just, yeah, he needs to be commended for that. This is going to be a great match. And, you know, we're not going to see him wrestle again for two more months. And he doesn't have to do, like, any crazy over-the-top spots also. No. Nope. Like in his media yeah. scrum, he was saying, he was like, I don't need to be doing like the, all these planches over the top rope, these suicide dives, you know, like these all these Canadian story super kicks and all that. Like he just, he's simple. And that, that's what I like about MJF. And people hate on him because, you know, he the way he talks and the way, you know, the way he works in the ring. Like he, I mean, I don't care that he's a prick. I mean, I love it. I love it. Never gets injured either. Yeah. yeah. Never gets injured. He's a true king. All right, let's just be very frank here. Let's be very honest. Put the cards on the table. He's one un undoubtedly one of the best AEW champions uh, the company has ever had. The, I'm sorry, Kenny Omega. I'm sorry, Adam Cole. I'm sorry, every other loser. Adam Cole never held that belt. I don't know, Mox, dude. Only multiple times. Or only, what, three times? I think three, three times. Time. Yeah, yeah, three times. Time but he's not, I, to me, he's not the most enjoyable because I'm an MJ. time in an interim. Yes, that's true. Uh, that uh, is true. But uh, MJF 100% is, for me at least, the best AEW champion. Oh, and I didn't give my prediction for the, for Tanahashi yes. and MJF, no, you but are, it's, we, we, it's MJF. Yeah. There you go. I mean, a clean sweep, boys. <laughs> absolute. Get out the brooms. Just grab the broom like we were playing the Red Sox all over again. And let's just sweep these bad boys over to the left. All right? So, nonetheless, as we wrap up the show, we have one more match, a 10-man tag team whoa, whoa, whoa. match. Before we get into that, actually, we have – it's a six-man, Darby and Sting and TBD versus uh, – Oh, I figured because we don't have a – We don't have the partner, so – Yeah, I figured because we didn't have the partner, we weren't even going to bother. No. Well, okay, well, either way, we I'm going could... to right, Sting, I mean, Darby, cool. and cool TBD. If you guys want to still do yeah, it. I still want to talk about it. Yeah. That's fine. Go right ahead. Willie, we'll start with you, bud. Okay, so uh, I'm, I am got to back my boy Sting, but uh, Sting. Sting, Darby, and TBD, uh, I don't care who the partner is. I'm not even going to say Goldberg. Sammy Guevara. Oh. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if they pull the, the DiBiase and Rhodes there and just have Sammy be the new partner. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> sick. Uh, yeah, but I don't know too many New Japan guys, but I think it will clearly be a New Japan guy. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Darby Sting and TBD here. Okay, Wolf. Um, I am going to also say Darby Sting and TBD, and I think I think Sunday is when they pull the trigger. I think 
Guevara turns on Jericho. Yes. I, I think so, too. Or Jericho turns on Guevara. Whatever. Same thing. Either one of the two. I, I, hope, I hope Guevara is the one that turns. Me, and too. And not Chris. Because Chris, I could see doing that already. I'd rather see Sammy finally get his push that we've been kind of waiting for. Yeah, either way, Sammy's going to be a face. And yeah. I'm thinking, like, either, what's it called, Guevara turns on Jericho or Jericho drops Guevara. I gotcha. All right, um, I like it. I like it. So, Mr. Cincinnati, my, my, my man, Eric, what do you got? Sting, Darby, and TBD, or Sammy and... Suzuki, right? That's his name. Yeah, Suzuki. Sammy yeah, Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I I think that if if they're making this a big deal, and this for two reasons, if they're gonna make a big deal of the partner unannounced yet, then you have to think that that's the team that's that's gonna go over. But more than that, this loss is going to leave Jericho incensed, which is right. going to help drive that Sammy face turn. And if we're really lucky culminate in Jericho versus Sting at, at uh, Wembley retirement mm-hmm. match. I mean, I, I think that this is this is the the match that lights that fuse, pun intended. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. What do you got, Justin? Yeah, I'm going to have to say that Sting, Darby, and their mystery partner wins, which you know, I've been hearing a lot of rumors from like <laughs> Goldberg, which I, dear Lola, I hope not. I've been hearing oh, rumors no, like Ryback, you know, by no. people that Jericho's no. had, uh, runs with in the past, like runs with the past. It could be from, you know, WWE, could be from New Japan, could be from you know, ECW, could be from Landstorm. Landstorm, there we go. That would um, be what a fucking call. Travel. To see, no, Travel. Travel. he's got a lot back in the ring after what he's done. Um, no, you know, no, no, you know, he's out. Say, he's I out. would say, bring um, Lance Storm back, he's all right, or Steve Blackman, of like, him or Steve Blackman. Hey, bring him back. Thinking of one a, night, thinking of like a new Japan guy, I would maybe say, uh, Tensi Naito, maybe him could be the mystery partner. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. That would be interesting. Um, but yeah, either way, Sting, Darby, and to be announced, is gonna win the match. Which yeah. to be announced, he's a great wrestler. That that's such yeah, a yeah. I mean, wrestler. he has a great zero and zero record right now. You know, he has no losses, no wins, no losses. We've never yeah. even seen him. So, Vacant yeah, right is now, a WWE on. Hall of Famer with numerous championships. Yeah, Vacant is a great wrestler. Vacant's a great wrestler. He's undefeated. He's if some guy in like a luchador mask comes out with like spray paint that says Vacant on it, and that's the fucking guy, I die. I'd be like, you know what? This show just came to a You know, I'm a multiple time just because. World champion. You know, fucking 65 time uh, women's tag team champion. I mean, what? Is he- I just want to hear. I just want to hear Taz goes, "Who the fuck is that?" That's yeah. all I want to hear. <laughs> Jr. goes like, who, "Who the hell is that guy? Who the hell is this guy?" Where did you pick him? No, up? Jay Austin, Jim Ross would be like, "I've seen that kid somewhere." <laughs> <laughs> All right, but nonetheless, we have one more match, of an important match, nonetheless, I, I guess some could say. The BCC versus the Elite with some very interesting guests. Takashi, uh, Takashi 6ix9ine, Jesus Christ. No, uh, no, no, please, uh, no. Uh, what's, the guy's, what's the guy's name? Takeshna, oh, thank you. Takeshna and um, Old Man Rivers. With um, uh, Kingston and that other guy, that old guy as well. Ishii. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, easy. So, yeah, uh, Takeshita, Mox, Yuta, Claudio, and uh, Shota Umino, also known as Shooter, honorary yeah. member of BCC from New Japan, and uh, what's it called? Mox's boy. Uh, <laughs> versus Hangman, the Young Bucks, Eddie Kingston, and Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, this is an incredible matchup. Um, this is crazy. I, I heard Moxley say 5v5. I'm like, ain't no way they're doing blood and guts. And then I, it turned out to be normal 10-man ten, uh, ten tag. I'm like... Two elite, two two BCC and one elite, by the way. So far, we've had two straight sweeps with wow. the Sting Darby and Mr. Vacant and then the um, MJF match. This is, this is an incredible... Ooh, 2-2! Two, two. Um, Two, two, just to I didn't even one. get to say my predictions yet. I know, but yeah, wait, right I can't now. Wait. Well, and then we'll match. get people in the chat be like, do you read the chat? This, so is, this is the first, like, normal, like, ten, like 5v5 in AEW history, I'm pretty sure. Because usually 5v5. No, yeah. 5v5s are usually Anarchy in the Arena, uh, Stadium Stampede. Or blood and guts, and I thought it was gonna be blood and guts, but uh, it is just a yeah. ten man tag match, which is slightly surprising. Um, given that, uh, right now it's three two with the elite ahead one. The anticipation well, has killed me. I I am yeah. advancing the elite. Uh, two, and I I'm going to predict. One or one of two potential, um, what's it called? Pathways, either Ibushi costs BCC, um, and helps that'd be a good pop. Yeah, that'd be. Or we have a normal finish, and that normal finish would be Eddie Kingston pinning John Moxley. Mm. Mm, I'd love to see those guys go one on one again. I, yeah. I think three, three. I, yeah. three, four. Sorry, three, four, three, four. Yeah. I think Eddie. Uh, I think I do want to see more time with Eddie and John. Um, I want to see like just them expanding like the relationship Eddie has um, with Mox and like how he deals with Moxley being with the BCC and then how he handles being with the elite. Especially since Kingston doesn't like the elite. Uh, That's true. That's true. Another. I just realized another. Four four. Another potential return instead of, or another potential candidate to cost the BCC instead of, uh, Ibushi, could be, Santana. Oh, uh, Eddie's partner. That was Ortiz, actually. Ortiz was... I, I could maybe see both Santana and Ortiz, but like I I would love Santana to come back. Uh, Santana was Ortiz's partner before Eddie uh, right. when they were a tag team. But Santana coming back uh, and maybe helping Eddie... I would love. I think there should be like a story between like Santana, Eddie, Ortiz, 
and still have that tension for that with, between Eddie and Ortiz um, and Santana maybe like now a new variable in that. Uh, I don't know, but I do say the elite either Damn. by some return slash uh, save from Ibushi uh, or Eddie pins either Moxley or Claudio because what's it called? Eddie hates Claudio. Yeah, and, true. And yeah, Eddie's kind of feuding with Claudio. Four five with the elite up one right now. We're gonna pass it to Justin. Justin. Mm. Okay. Elite or BCC. So since the elite they won a couple weeks ago on a dynamite. I have a feeling that they're gonna give it to the BCC here for some reason because I feel like this feud. I feel like this feud isn't over yet with the um, BCC and the Elite. I feel like they're gonna actually, like you said, Wolf. I feel like this was gonna be a blood and guts, but I feel like they might have like a regular dynamite where where will be a blood and guts match, and that's where the Elite will finally end this feud off. So give me the BCC to win here. Okay, five five. Passing it over to the man that dressed up as John Moxley for our double or nothing pay-per-view watch along. Are you going with your team? My responsibility now. I mean, listen, uh, you dressed up as your boy. Your boy from the PCC. Yeah, I mean I I I I love Moxley. It's no secret there from Cincinnati. I met him and Renee once at uh, Bengals Tailgate. Oh however, wow. however. I got to go elite this weekend. Wow. The elite of one. Here's why. Here's why. That, that what I was alluding to earlier when it comes to Danielson, bigger fish to fry. BCC, this has been the story of AEW. This is their bloodline to a lesser extent as far as their dominance over this roster. Meteoric rise necessitates a meteoric fall. There's only mm. one match. There's only one match in which that medial that meteoric fall can happen. And it's a match that most of these men have been in before. Great Blood and guts. Okay. Is this gonna happen at Wembley? No. But it should main event a week later. There's no reason that you can't do blood and guts on pay-per-view, knowing that you have to build towards this. And at this point, we have no idea where that card's gonna go from there in such a short span. But this is a story, this is a match that can end that story. Save this one for a pay-per-view this time around, and it will reap dividends. The Elite, I think, are, are, you know, I think that overall the Elite are going to win this story. But they have to, they have to, yeah, something's got to give here. Okay. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry about that. But okay. All right. Elite up one. Listen, BCC's up five. All right, so at least we're giving them a little more look than we have with a few other people here. Uh, Willie from Willie Does Wrestling. Uh, elite. I got the elite God here. Damn it! Because well, no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it to to be the same. I'm saying it because there's a reason, and uh, the reason is BCC won at double or nothing, and. Not only that, but the but the team for the elite is stickety stacked. And besides, I love my boy Eddie Kingston. Eddie uh, Kingston's good. So I'm, I have a little bit of personal bias here, but uh, 
Yeah, no, I think the elite winning here will be a very good, um, a very good pop from the crowd, as well as the possibility of Obushi coming in and getting involved, especially if Don Callis has anything to say about it. So, yeah, no, I'm going elite all the way. I like it. I'm going to follow you with that. I think to to both you and to um, Eric's point, you know, there's a lot more bigger fish to fry. And I think that the elite winning this pay-per-view kind of sets that up for the blood and guts, whether it's a pay-per-view or not is yet to be determined. But I think we all could be in agreement that we'd rather it be at a pay-per-view for third times the charm than having it on a TV because for this type of feud, this type of rivalry, it could only go up from here if it is on a pay-per-view. And of course, with the stampede match that we had at, um, you know, double or nothing. Sorry, yeah, Anarchy, Jesus. With with Anarchy in the arena, we had a double or nothing. Um, That was kind of a taste of what could come from a blood and guts match at another big pay-per-view moment or have blood and guts be an actual pay-per-view to what Eric was saying instead of a TV show. Because for then at least we're paying the 60 bucks per se, but we know at least we're going to see real blood and guts for this actual type of match. John Moxley's bleeding right now as we speak boys. So he's already covered and ready for blood and guts. But we do have to wait just a few more days until Forbidden Door. But that does wrap up here for us over on the Last Week in Wrestling podcast. Thank you guys so much for being a part of it. Willie, Wolf, Eric, and of course our new special guest, Justin from Juggernaut. Um, As well as everybody that came in the chat. Kate Fabulous. Geo, David, Lewis, Danny, Paul, Johnny, all of you guys are always great. Um, oh, yes, we are going to wrap it up here. I still need to eat dinner. I haven't eaten anything all fucking day. Fucking I'm starving, days. all right? And I still got to put this goddamn thing on audio for the podcast for tomorrow and go to bed. So I still got a little bit of work to do. But nonetheless, I had a great time with all of you guys here. Um, so thank you again. Thank you all for being a part of this as well. Thank you to Justin making some time out of his busy schedule to come and hang out with us, a big group of banana heads like ourselves to talk about AEW and forbidden door. Um, but Eric and Justin, if you don't mind just hanging back after the, we're done here, I want to just ask you a quick question for forbidden door um, for, for this Sunday, but nonetheless, thank you all. I do appreciate all you guys' time. Thank you again to 1000 Plus subscribers. I still can't believe we actually have hit that. That's insane to me. But it's like I said before, it's not my win. It's all of our win. It is all of our achievement. We all hit 1,000. So don't think it's just about me because it is not. I do not take any of the credit because I couldn't do any of this without these five guys right here. And, of course, everybody in the chat that comes each and every week to do this. And, of course, everybody that watches the videos and listens to the podcast after the fact when the show is over and the watch-alongs and everything else we do here. But that is going to be it. Don't make sure you subscribe, of course, to 
Last Week in Wrestling. If you have not already, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share to your grandmother. Because like I said, she's probably watching ER from 1999 right now. She needs a new television to watch. Give her to us because we'll at least entertain her a lot better. Um, on top of that, for the rest of the week going forward, we have the Friday night SmackDown watch along over on Willie Does Wrestling tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Um, Saturday, we are doing a double podcast episode this week. Yes, we're going to be doing another podcast episode a few hours before AEW Collision. It's going to be at 5 p.m. Eastern time where me, K-Fabulous, and Asa are all going to join together and talk a little bit about the women's division titles and some other things in between. A little bit of a wrap-up of kind of what we talked about here, boys, on the channel and for this episode as well. So definitely stay tuned and make sure you check us out there at 5 p.m. Eastern time for that. And then immediately after that, we're going to stay right here on the channel for AEW Collision Watch Along right here on the Last Week in Wrestling podcast. And then, of course, Sunday, we have two big events, Forbidden Door Show, well, Watch Along. I'm still trying to figure out who's doing it with us besides us normal three that you see each and every week. Um, and also, we're going to be streaming a little bit more of The Last of Us Part 1 remake on PlayStation 5. So definitely stay locked and loaded for all of that. But we are going to end it here. Again, thank you to everybody that came along and hung with us, uh, hung with us in the chat and, of course, the guests that we couldn't do the show without. Thank you all, and have a wonderful evening.